0: All right, welcome everybody to learn with Lowell show i'm your host lowell as uh long-time listeners know we talk to experts and discover experts and, and leaders and scientists and artists from around the world uh today i believe we're we're joined with someone from the east coast uh based on many uh circumstantial i mean some some, some evidence there i imagine you're on the east coast we're joined today with uh bob walters and it's cool to use your, your name right it's in your podcast so i just want to double check yeah use my name go for it okay uh bob Walters, seven-year veteran of Uh, New York City Correction Officer of Rikers Island, I believe is the largest prison in the United States. Might be the world, given like how many prison, you know, how many people are incarcerated. It's the the largest jail. Just jail. What's the difference between jail and
1: prison? Uh, The jail is um, a jail is a detainees. So if you, if Hmm. you get arrested, like if you get a DWI in your town or something simple and you go to jail, you go to jail. Now, jail is for people serving up to a year or less or a trial, a prison mm. is people who have already been convicted. How many people are in Rikers? Right now, I believe it's somewhere around like 25, 2800. Okay. But it, it's been upwards of, of like seven thousand.
0: Yeah. And then uh, Bob is also in his free time. Uh, he has a New York focused sports talk podcast called Locked Up, and it'll be in the show notes for people to check out. Um, welcome to the show today, Bob. Thanks, Thanks for, for having me. Thanks for having me. <laughs> appreciate it. We were we were working on some microphone issues before, so Bob's been really uh, kind today. Yeah, and, I'm not uh, one of the yeah.
1: scientists you have on here, so I can't really figure <laughs> it all out for you.
0: Yeah, no, it's all right. I, I I like people of all walks of life, but yeah, I have uh, I've been told that there's been a little little too many scientists on the show, so I'm glad that you can come on and, and talk <laughs> too about many your scientists. Life. Well, yeah, yeah too you many don't gotta worry about
1: that with me. Science was not a strong point for me.
0: Yeah. So you're a correction officer. What is what what is your day entail? Like what do you what do you actually do? What does that mean?
1: Um, a correction officer What we do in the simplest form is care, custody, and control. So that that's what what are we care, custody, and control. So we like I said, I work at Rikers Island, we work in a jail, which means we have the de- detainees, people awaiting trial, and we have people who are sentenced to a year or less. If you're sentenced to a year a year and a day or more, then you go up, you go up, upstate to, to mm. prison. Um, New York has a bunch of prisons upstate. You know, you, you've heard of some of them, Attica, stuff like that. Um, but where I am, it's, it's the local, basically what Rikers Island is, is it's the local jail. Mm. It just happens to be the local jail for the biggest city in the world. So yeah. now my day would be I, I show up to work. Um, right now I work, uh, nine, nine o'clock at night until 5 30 in the morning. That's a pretty easy shift because they're they lock they lock in at nine o'clock. They lock they lock out at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. But what I do now is that you come in, you basically you get your post where you're going to go. You go to post, you relieve your officer. You take your count, your count of the inmates, live breathing bodies. That's the most important thing. The, the, the live breathing bodies, that's your money. So I take a count and I basically I'm on the floor with them. It's me and, you know, 30 to 50 inmates and like we're kind of hanging out with them i make sure that that nobody that they don't fight that's the care because i got kink i can't, I can't get hurt they're constantly trying to pull you know pull things over on you get this get that i gotta go here you know you learn real quick not to not to believe anything they say uh i work it with the young adults so right now i work with uh inmates who are 18 to 21 years old um and you basically just make sure, make sure everything doesn't go, go to hell is yeah. basically what you're doing. And you make sure they eat, make sure they're alive, like care, custody and control. You just make sure you, you keep them in custody. You, you make sure no one gets hurt or dies. And you just kind of make sure the orders, you know, in there, they're all gang members. Um, Rikers Island is uh, the Rikers Island jail is falling apart.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When it rains outside, it rains inside. Um, just until recently, the cells didn't even lock really.
0: They were all broken. How I are mean, you it's uh, apart?
1: They they need a new yeah. jail, is
0: what they need. How are you able to do your job if the, the very doors themselves don't lock? It's I thought not, like in my mind, easy. they're supposed to be locked in a little cell at night or something.
1: Yeah. That the, the, theoretically, <laughs> you're supposed to be locked in the cell. Now, there are also dorms and dorms and dorms are like the less lower classification. They're not as violent. They, that's just a big room with a bunch of beds. but I work in the cell areas. the cells that you know what it was they're so old the places falling apart they used to be able to, they used to be able to just pull them open mm-hmm. and now they you know and these guys they all have weapons they'll make weapons out of uh, like they'll break the glass in their cell or they'll break glass somewhere they all have weapons they're all gang members and you know as you can see, I'm not a big guy. so like I use my pepper spray. Okay, pepper Mm -hmm. spray is my, my, my best friend in there, because it works like a charm. I tell all girls, you should carry pepper spray. Um, If they start fighting, they'll they'll, they'll come after me, you know, I've been assaulted bad, I've had my nose broken. Um, They'll come after me a lot, you know, they'll, they'll they'll say things to you, and you just gotta, I fake it, I fake being tough, I'm not tough. And they'll ask me all the time, they'll be like, oh, why don't you fight me? Why don't you fight me? And i will be like, because I'm going to lose. If I fight you, I'm going to lose. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm going to be able to beat you up or anything like that. And that's not my job anyway. I don't come to work to fight. You know, I come to work to, to make a paycheck.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I re- the reason I really took the job was because I could retire. I get a good pension after 20 years and I can retire and stop working. Yeah. But, you know, you just you, you, you make sure they get their services, make sure they get rec, make sure they get, uh, you know, their medication whatever services they have coming into the housing area. They all have tablets now. So they, you know, and it's just, it's, it's really a chaotic place to be honest with you. It's a chaotic place. Most people don't know what we do. Most people, when I say correction officer, they think I'm like walking the tier mm-hmm. with a rifle or in the, in the thing, you know, in the tower above the, the yard. You know, it's not like it is on the movies. It, it's it's really a hectic place. They all have weapons. It's dangerous. These are highly dangerous people. Um, most of them are detainees awaiting murder and you know, everything like that. You know, we get a, anybody famous comes in there, anybody gets arrested in New York City comes right into us. Mm-hmm. Now there's like six different jails on Rikers Island. A lot of people think it's the same jail, it's one big jail. There's really six different jails. There's a woman's facility, there's like five other facilities. This they're, they're slowly closing them down. But they need to rebuild them because they're falling apart. When it rains outside, it rains inside. I tell people, um, have you ever seen the, the, uh, the show uh, Locked Up Abroad?
0: Uh, no.
1: Okay. It's, like a, it, it's on like A&E or something. I, I guarantee you, a bunch of your listeners have seen it. It's usually like a girl goes on like spring break. She gets into some kind of trouble. She spends all her money. Someone convinces her, oh, I'll pay you a lot of money. You just put a bunch of cocaine in your stomach and fly mm-hmm. it here. And you'll get a hundred thousand dollars. But then she gets arrested in like some third world country and she goes to prison. And I said, Rikers Island is worse than that. It's worse. It's really it's really a bad, you know, it's a, it's a rough place.
0: Yeah. Why are they closing it? Like, why are they down? To be honest with you, they,
1: I, I always tell people, I'll believe it when I see it, that they're going to close it. Um, They've been closing it since our parents were our age closing it um they want to close it for nobody really knows the expansion of laguardia maybe people want to say laguardia airport uh some people say the city wants to build high-rise apartments on there you know there's all types of theories what i think they're going to do is they're going to knock it down one by one and just rebuild new jails because it's the perfect spot nobody's escaping from there Mm -hmm. so but uh, you know are they going to close it i don't know like i say i'll believe it when i see it they've been talking about closing it our last mayor, uh, de Blasio, he was talking about closing it. He got voted. Uh, he, he's not the mayor anymore. The new mayor says he wants to close it. I'll believe it when I see it.
0: Yeah. Um, but then if they're not, I mean, if they're, they're taking their time and dragging their feet with the, with the closing of it and yet inmates still have tablets and stuff. So why are, you know, like, why did it take like, in your opinion, like what, what was taking so long for them to just like have the basic things like locking a door because if you're there at night, I don't know how many people around you. I imagine you're not really with a group of people. Um, why doesn't you know like someone have like a bad day and just like jump you? You know, like why wouldn't like three or four people just like get you? When they no do sometimes.
1: You? Um, now they well, one because I, you know now you work with them. Like I'll be I, you work out of a steady house where I'm there every day, so they know mm-hmm. me. You know, you almost develop. I, you know you never friends with an inmate. Never they're never your friend, but you do develop a working relationship. I'm there every day with these guys. They know me. They like I'll walk into a house in the beginning, like and then they don't know me. And they'll be like, oh, you're racist, this and that. And I'll be like, listen, I'm the least racist person you'll ever meet. They just see me and then you know they say this and that. But once they get to know me, they'll be like, okay, he's funny, this and that. I'm fair. I try to be fair with these guys. Listen, you gotta lock in. There's certain things I gotta do. They'll be in the cell, like four of them in a cell smoking. I can't have four of you in the cell. You know, if you want to smoke. Go somewhere, go around in the day room or something where I can't see you, but you can't be in the cell. Because what happens is they just start cutting each other in the cell, and then I'm I'm suspended. Mm. Because that that's the, that goes back to the care, custody, and control. You yeah. know, it, it's it's they don't listen. It's not it's not like they listen to you. They're in there because they don't listen. And they're kids like me, you, everybody else. We were all jerks when we were 18, 19 years old. We just were because mm. like most 18, 19, 17-year-olds are all jerks. These guys are jerks, but they're gang members. They're blood gang members. There's a whole bunch of gangs. They're constantly warring with each other. They're constantly passing drugs around. You know, it's a now the tablets, the the way they have the tablets, it's a good thing that they have the tablets. It gives them something to do. Because a lot of the stuff that they do, it's because they're bored in there. These guys are facing like they're 18 years old, they're facing 20, 25 years. And they also, you know, they don't have a good grasp of the of the justice system. A lot of them don't understand like what bail bailing out means. Like I explained to them, I'm like, bail, if you bail out, you're going to get your money back when you come to court. Bail mm-hmm. is just a, a, a collateral to say you're going to come to court. Like they think, oh, we're bailing out. I'm going home and they go home. But you're still, you're just awaiting trial in here. The bail is just you're awaiting trial outside. That's mm-hmm. why I said it's, it's very good that we're all entitled to a lawyer because a lot of yep. these kids don't understand. They don't understand the system. And they get wrapped up in the system and they do stupid stuff. They all have guns. They all have a shooting charge or a gun charge. But uh, the tablets keep them busy. You throw some movies on there. They have the internet, but it's not like the internet where they could go wherever. It's restricted internet. Um, They're starting to do uh, phone calls with the tablets, Hmm. which prevents a lot of problems with the the phones. Because what they have is they'll have slot time, they call it, slot time. The guy who runs the house is going to get 8, 830 because the phones go off at nine o'clock. So the guy who runs the house and his gang is going to get 830 to nine on that phone. Don't touch that phone. That's the blood phone. Don't touch mm-hmm. this phone. That's the crypt phone. So it, it kind of, you know, if they all have their own phone, it, it prevents fights and stuff.
0: It sounds like the gangs should either pool money or the gangs themselves, like in, individual, like the Bloods or I don't know all gangs anymore, but uh, they should have like a, a lawyer and retainer to just educate their lower ranked members because they're they're losing a lot of uh, people who could be making the money.
1: Well, they actually make they they make good money in jail. Oh, really? Now, what they make money in jail? First of all, by selling drugs and stuff, mm. um, cigarettes, for example. Uh, one cigarette in jail costs a hundred dollars. Not from us, from them, from, from the illegal, Like, we don't know. There's no cigarettes allowed in jail. One cigarette though in jail costs $100. So when they're in jail, they're making more money. And then a lot of people say, well, how do they do, do the money stuff? So here's how they do it. Um, Cash app is the official <laughs> currency of of jail. So like someone in the house next door will sell drugs to someone in this house. They'll call, he'll call, I'll call, let's say I'm buying drugs, right? I'll call my girlfriend and say, hey, send a hundred dollars cash app to this person to his girlfriend then he calls his girlfriend did you get it okay bam and then they do the drug deal Mm. so cash app is the official uh currency of of jail but you know it's just the tablets keep them they keep them busy what what was the question i'm I'm sorry
0: I, i was originally saying they should um the the, the promise that you jumped off of was the idea that they're making more money in prison than oh, outside, money. and then you were educating me on the fact that yes, yes, the yes, cash app is like a nexus for that. Yes, so with and, the money, so yeah. they
1: make good money selling drugs. Now they're going to get in trouble. That's part of that that job. The, the the job that you choose is crime, and to be in the gang, you're going to go to jail at some point. You're going to get caught doing mm. something, you know. And and so so they do go to jail, but a lot of them again, it's all gangs, and like there'll be a house, like uh, someone will walk in. And they'll walk up to him as soon as he comes in the house and they'll be like, you know, are you banging? Are you banging? They'll ask him a couple of questions. If they don't like the answers to the questions, they'll come over to me and they'll be like, yo, he's got to go. Hmm. He can't be in here. he's no good here. And that's me being like, okay, let's get him out of here. Let's get him somewhere else. Well, like we'll hold him outside and we'll go look, look who's in this house. Take a look around. Are you good here? Cause we don't want to disaster. We don't want to, you know, a disaster if you walk in tomorrow, um, and then a lot of them, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll call the drop their flag. So I'm not in the gang anymore. Now now the gang's going to get them. You're not in our gang anymore or you switch to another gang. It's really stupid, to be honest with you. It's really just clubs. that, that It makes no sense, the gangs. They, they basically use it as protection. But it, it makes no sense. There's a hierarchy. You know, you walk in, you spend two days in the house, and they'll come up to me and they'll say, hey, listen, this guy's no good. You know, right. hey, Walters, listen, this guy's no good here. They they have respect like that or they'll wait until my tour's over to have a fight. Because they'll know that, you know, hey, listen, we didn't violate your tour. Right. Like I'll come in the next day and they'll be like, oh, they're locked in because they had a fight or they cut somebody. And I'll be like, what happened? We were all good when I left yesterday. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, we didn't violate your tour. We waited till you left because I'm their steady officer. That's interesting. It's developing somewhat of a relationship with them. You know, but but it's 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 a it's basically chaotic. Um, As far as the money goes, they also sue the city for any and everything. Um, They'll make up lies. And and what happens is it's kind of like the Donald Trump theory, the way they do it. The city has the city doesn't want to fight the case. So they'll say that they tripped and fell. Now, there's cameras, but they'll say that they got hurt or that I didn't feed them or they haven't gotten their visits or they haven't gotten wrecked and that's a cuz they have minimum standards. And what they'll do is they'll sue the city and the city will say okay, they're suing us for this amount. It's going to cost us $80,000 to fight the case and win it. Or we could offer you 25,000. And they take the 25,000. So they wow. make money that way off the city too. That's interesting. it's really uh really you know, New York City, you know, it's it's it is what it is, but they the, they make money like that. They say a lot of them have said to me if you have less money when you leave jail than when you came to jail, you're an idiot.
0: Is it possible for people... Have you heard of anyone who has made so much money that they just retire? Or do the gang ties kind of keep them No, I down? mean, you're not
1: making that much. I mean, think about it. These guys, like, a lot of the kids, yeah. um, they're not smart with their money. They don't really... They, they'll tell me all the time, like, oh, I got more money than you. I got more money than you. And I'm like, no, no you don't. I got like 10 stacks and I'm like, well, where, where do you keep your money? And they're like, they, cause I know they don't have banks. So they're like, they keep it in a, in a safe or something. They think like $10,000, is a lot of money. And here's a good example from that. They'll ask me, they'll try and get the, the officers to bring in drugs. Okay. So they'll say to me, Hey, let's make some money together. Money, bring in some cigarettes. I'll give you a carton of cigarettes. I'll give you five grand. And I'm like five grand. Yeah, bro, $5,000, five stacks. five. Ta- what am I going to do with $5,000? I'm not throwing away this job and this, this pension and all this other stuff for $5,000. $5, They're like, no, you can bring it in. We won't tell. I'm like, first of all, you will tell because here's how they get caught. I'm bringing, Let's say I'm bringing something in for you. The DA comes to you. You're in on a robbery charge. The DA says to you, okay, hey, um, we're going to offer you 7 to 10 on the robbery charge. You go, you look around, you go, OK, how about we make it four to four to six? And uh, you get Walters at the door next week. he will be bringing in two cartons of cigarettes. So, I mean, one, I wouldn't do it anyway, but
0: mm. they
1: have no concept of money. I tell them all the time, like, what are you going to do with the money? Let's say you make a whole bunch of money selling drugs. You're a highly successful drug dealer. A couple million dollars. You buy a house. You can't buy a house. You're like, why can't I buy a house? because you're going to buy the house and the next day the IRS is going to come knocking on your door and they're going to say, it says right here, sir, that you have uh, you made zero dollars in the last eight years. Yet you got this beautiful house that you just bought. Where'd you get the money? Where's our cut? I was like, you can't buy that. You can't buy a house. You can buy a car. They're all about cars. You know, that I said, I can go get a Porsche today after work. Today after work, I could go get a Porsche. I'll look rich driving down the street. I'll have to live in the Porsche, but I will look rich driving down the street for all the ladies or whatever, you know? I was like, nobody's getting rich out there. Just go get a job. You don't have to come to this place because this place sucks. You know, they they don't understand the concept of money. I tell them, and I try to educate them because I'm in there with them. And like, I feel bad for some of them because like some of them didn't stand a chance. I'll say, I'll be like, "It's, it's not about how much money you have. It's about how much money you can borrow. In life, it's about how much money you can borrow. Not how much money you have. Nobody buys a house cash outright. Not even Bill Gates is buying a house cash outright. He'll put 100000 down on a $5 million house. or he'll put a million down on a $5 million house to get the, the loan from the bank. Now, he he has the money, but he's going to make it work for him while he pays it back a little bit at a time. And they, they'll look at that. They're like, no, then you owe. Then you owe. Like, yeah, of course, we all owe. Everybody owes something. Everybody mm-hmm. owes money to somebody at some point, somewhere along the line. Yeah. They can't grasp that concept. They they want cash. Um, they all want to be rappers. I have a couple famous rappers that have been in there, and, and like this one kid who's a famous rapper. He's a the drill rap or something. And I'm like, drill rap? What is that? He's like this kid. And I'm like, you're the famous rapper that everybody's been talking about. He's like, yeah. So I looked up his album, and he, and he's holding a stack of cash, like this on his album. And then I looked up his net worth, his net worth was uh, $60,000. So I'm like, is this? And I showed him the picture. I'm like, is this the whole $60,000 right here? And he's like, oh, come on. You know, they they just don't understand the concept of money. So they think a couple thousand dollars. I'm not throwing my career away to bring you in some drugs. Yeah, I'm not doing it. And then they'll ask me, Yo, can you go upstairs? My cousin's upstairs and grab the drug Grab No, they won't say drugs, grab some food. Hmm. I'm like, no. Because you can't, don't ask the cops to help you get your drugs. Like, you guys gotta know how to jail. You guys are gonna be going upstate in a little bit. You can't be pulling this garbage upstate. They'll kill, they'll, they'll eat you alive up there. Mm-hmm. Like you're embarrassing yourselves here. Don't ask the cops to go get your drugs. Figure it out. Yeah. Are there, but, you know, like I said, it, it's a wild spot. It's a wild place.
0: Are there, uh, educate, like, on the tablets, they have educational programs to help them. They do. Learn they do, do have educational
1: programs. They do have, like, um, they have puzzles. They have movies. They have educational programs. And like I said, the tablets, people can complain about the tablets. Oh, they're giving them tablets. Listen, it keeps them busy. It does. It keeps yeah. them busy for a little bit. It, they're bored, so they're kids, so they, they get in trouble. But they can also go to school. They can go get a GED. We have a school, like uh, classrooms in, in one part of the jail where the kids can go, to, they can go to school and get their GED. There's reentry programs. It's called uh, There's like discharge planning. So if you're going to get discharged, they will help you. But it, the, the recidivism rate is like 80%. Hmm. You know, so like 80, eight, 80, 8 out of every 10 people are going to come back. And I tell the kids all the time, I go, look at the the old timer, the OG that delivers the food. He Go, go ask him what it's like, because he was you. He was running around 20, 30, 40 years ago. He was you. Running around here, acting crazy, doing crazy stuff, cutting each other up in the face and stuff. Ask him if it was worth it, because he threw his life away already. It's over. Ask it, because you're going to be him now. He sleeps next to the. He sleeps in the dorm. He sleeps next to the officer. Do you want to be that guy? Go out there and live your life because they'll be, they'll be saying all the time like, oh, this is this place is for the birds. This place sucks. This jail sucks. I'm like, of course it does. It's jail. It's not supposed to be this glorious place, you know. So you know, but there is educational programs. They do get to. Uh, they can go get their GED. They basically just go to school to to. Past drugs, and you know, they're not really putting any effort into it. Um, but they, they there is educational programs that they want them, yeah.
0: Are there ever like, I don't know, like good kids that want to get, uh, like, actually not want to sell drugs or doing their things, and then they just did something bad, and then you can identify them, kind of help them get on a better path? Like, it's kind of hard because they're in that environment. It's kind of like you have to kind of mold to it. Yeah.
1: They, they have, well, that, that's what it is. A lot of times, like, there are good, There are some kids who just got kind of you feel. You almost feel bad for them. Some of them. Are, some of them are even like in for murder. Like I'll tell them. I'll be telling them stories and stuff. Like I talk to these guys. I'm there with you. I'm usually there 16 hours a lot of times I work because we have forced overtime. So like my eight hour tour, five thirty. Just the other day, just two days ago, five thirty, uh, five fifteen. The captain called me and she said, "You're stuck. You're staying right there for a whole another eight hours." Okay. So I'm there with them a lot. And there are good kids. You really can't. You can't act it, though. They're going to they're going to they're going to pick you out as weak. Like if I take my spray out and I'm telling them, yeah, some guy's threatening me or whatever, and I take my 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 pepper spray out. Their reaction is usually if you do that, I'm going to break your jaw. I'm going to I'm going to cut you. I'm going to cut you up. You spray me. I'm going to cut you. I'm going to beat the beat the you know what out of you. And I'm like, no, you won't listen. I got sprayed with this stuff. Okay, in the academy. It doesn't hurt you any less than it hurts me because you're in the bloods. You know, it doesn't say on this can right here that it hurts <laughs> bloods less, less effective on gang members. So. But they have to act like that. That's them acting scared because if they act scared, if they're like, oh, no, no, please, please, don't, please don't spray me, please don't spray me. That's weakness. They can't show weakness. The other guys will jump all over that. Mm-hmm. So I get why they do that. They have to act tough because a lot of them i will be like, you're not tough like this. I'll put them aside. I'll be like, Yo, well, what are you talking about? You're going to break my jaw. You, that's like you know, you're not tough like that. You don't, you don't move like that. I watch you. I know you don't, you don't move like that ever. Stop acting like that. If you want to stay quiet. That's fine. Because a lot of them, you know, they don't want you closing their cell. They want their cell open. I can't have your cell open. I'll open your cell if you need to go in there and get it. But I'm not going to have your 15 cells open. That looks crazy. It looks crazy Mm -hmm. on the camera. So, you know, but there are good kids. A lot of them, too, though, it's too late. They're in there for murder or for, you know, armed robbery. Something bad where, like, they're looking, and I try to explain to them, hey, listen, do you think I'm old, man? And some of them will be like, yeah, yeah, you're old. I'm like, all right, not you, screw you. But they'll be like, no, you know, you're not that old. I go, even if you do the 20 years, you're my age. So you still have a life of after this Mm -hmm. because, you know, they all think like a lot of them, like going back to me saying they didn't uh, they don't know the justice system. They think they'll be like, I got a paid lawyer. I'm getting off. I got a paid lawyer or there's no video of me. They got no video. They got no video. You know what I say to them? I go, if I was being accused of a crime, you know what I would what I would want? Video of the crime because I'm not on the video. I didn't do it. (laughs) <laughs> so you know like i'd be like where's the video I, i'm not i didn't do this and they'll be, they'll ask me a lot of advice sometimes like oh do you uh do you think i should take this deal and i'll say listen if you did it and only you know you did it if you did it or not take the deal because you, you know if you go to trial and you blow trials what they say if you get found guilty you're gonna do the max and that's like 25 to life or you know the Take the deal. Take whatever deal they're offering. They're like, oh, I'm no rat. Like I'd be ratting everybody out. If it means like extra five, less five years under my sentence, I'd be ratting everybody out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, th- there are some good kids. You can tell they didn't stand a chance. It's a lot of economic. It's mostly minorities in there. And there is some like, you know, I guess it's not racist to it, but there's no reason why it should be 85% minorities When the city is not 85% black and and Hispanic, it just shouldn't be like that. White people aren't, you can't tell me white people aren't out there committing any crimes because they are. It's an economic thing. They have no money. So a lot of them, let's say their mother's working two jobs, but she's got two low paying jobs. She works all the time. She's trying hard. She's trying to provide for him. Her kid wants the, the Nikes, but she doesn't have $150 to get the new Jordans for him. He doesn't understand that because he's just a kid. So he'll go out and then they live in the project saying when the guy will pull him aside and be like, Hey, I heard you want those Nikes. I got them for you. I just need you to stand over there. And when I send somebody over, just give him one of these bags. And then bam, they're in the club. They're in the gang. And then now they think they're cool. Being in the gang is cool. And this and that, you know, I, I try to, t- I try to tell them, but I don't know. Sometimes it falls on deaf ears. You know, they'll be like, Oh, I, I have sex with so many more women than you. I'm like, stop. No, nobody goes. I go, everybody has sex. Everybody. I go look around. I go, there's ugly people, there's fat people, there's skinny people, there's everybody has sex. Stop bragging about having sex. You know what you don't want when you get older? Like 20 girlfriends. That's not what you want. Because it's a nightmare if you have like 20 girlfriends. Like, just live your life. Have your girlfriend, Do, do your thing. They're kids. And sometimes you'll see that they're kids when they start playing around. And I'm like, look at these guys. They're kids. This kid's facing 20 years. He was just all over the news last night. You know, so it, it's the gang, you know, and they, they they, shoot each other and this and that. It's terrible. And they threaten you. Like, I'll close someone's cell and they'll be like, I'm going to kill your family. I'm going to rape your daughter. And I'm like, hold on. Stop right there. You're going to murder my family and rape my daughter. And when you're doing the perp walk. They're gonna say, why'd you do this? And he's gonna go, Oh, he closed my cell two years ago. <laughs> I was like, is that what we're doing here? Like, is that what we're doing? Like, come on. It's just ridiculous. Like, and then and then, like, two of them will laugh because they'll be like, you know, because I like, I'll try to be realistic with them. I'm like, stop talking like that. That's crazy. Just in here doing my job and trying not to get in trouble. Cause it's hard, it's a hard job. But it, but I I like it. Cause the, I'm, you know, I'm not tough at all. Like I said, I'm not fighting any of these guys they would be like, you tough like this in the town. I'm like, absolutely not. I don't have this pepper spray in the town. I don't have this alarm that I push, and a bunch of people come. I see you in the town, I'm running the other way. And they are be like, No, no, you don't have to do that, Walters. I'll buy you a beer or something. I'm like, You're not even old enough to buy beers. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. But yeah, to, to answer your question, there are some good kids that you feel bad for. A lot of them are bad, though. Most of them are most of them are just they're just bad, bad kids.
0: Yeah. Um one one thing you said there about how like sometimes when um, when someone's like acting up and they're threatening you and the, they're getting aggressive towards you and um, you're taking out your pepper spray, like one thing is definitely one thing I, I'm noting there is that it if you say you're going to do something, just do it, and that usually <laughs> makes everything else easier. The worst advice I ever got was when I was uh, I don't know if it's the worst advice, but it's advice I'm going to uh, repair it now. When I was in middle school, there was like a kid who was bullying me, and my mom said, you know, what you should do Lowell? you should let them beat you up it'll and then cry a lot you know he won't he'll he'll be so embarrassed he'll never hit you again I was like that's the stupidest idea i have ever heard because then everyone's going to beat me up the next day you know um but like when someone is in that state where they have to like if they if they back down then p- people might see them as weak and attack them uh what do you do to like kind of give them an out and will they to the, to the way where they can see it's an out so they can kind of de-escalate it or is it just one situation where you impose your will to the point where they back down um
1: no, it, it, listen, I get that they have to that they have to be act tough. And like I said, like if it gets to the point where I pull take my pepper spray out and like I, I say to them, I go, listen, no, you're not going to stop. You're not going to. I've been doing this a long time. I know you're not going to come at come at me They're like, oh, I eat that spray. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. OK, and they know that. But a lot of times when they're being aggressive, it's not those are the ones that aren't that you really don't have to worry about. The ones that are talking crazy. Oh, you know, this and that. It's the quiet one in the back that never says anything. That's the one you need to worry about. Because he'll just go stab somebody or something. And you'll give a, you know. But I get I get that they have to talk like that. I get and I get the environment that they're in. You know, it's a terrible environment. I they're very quick to be angry. They want everything right away. They'll be they'll be up on the because there's a bubble officer. They're in, like, the bubble. They push to open the cells. And then there's the B officer, which is, you know, I'll, I'll work both. But if I'm on the floor, the floor officer is the B officer. So, like, they'll go up to the bubble and they'll be like, open 18. And she'll be like, ask the officer. Ask your officer on the floor. Or, or she'll go, I'll uh, open 18. I'll open it in a minute. And then they start banging on your window. Like, stop. It doesn't have to be right. Is, is there some kind of an emergency? If I don't open 18 right now? Because you do this so much that now if there is an emergency, I'm, it's going to be a Boy Who Cried Wolf. I'm not going to, like, we just like, tune it out now when they're banging on the window or whatnot. Um, but, yeah, you, 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 I give them an out. Like I said, I'm not, and I spray a lot. Like I use my pepper spray a lot. I have a lot of use of force. But that's because I'm not getting involved in, like, hands-on stuff. If I feel threatened, I'm going to use it. It's not a bad thing. Nobody gets hurt. It works like a charm. They immediately like it it hurts. I say I usually end up throwing up on the floor, waiting for the backup to come because it gets the whole area. It's not like a straight stream, it's like an aerosol. It's sprayed yeah. in like a cone shape. So like if you spray it, it airs out the whole the whole room. And everybody goes running. And like I'll be coughing, and I'll usually cough so much I'll throw up on the floor, waiting for the waiting for the team to come. But I try not to do that. I don't like doing that. I gotta I gotta see these guys, you know, like. If they're fighting and they know they know when it's coming, if they're fighting each other, they know I'm going to say, hey, stop fighting, stop fighting. And then I'm going to spray because I I can't have you fighting like that. But fights happen. You know, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's jail. You know, so stuff like that's going to happen. But, yeah, you give them an ad a little bit like. I'll let them talk for a while. I let them say crazy stuff to me. And they'll be like, you know, are you done? Are you done? Are you, because this is all over some so the uh, cereal. You didn't get an extra cereal. Are you done saying you're gonna do this and that and that to me? And you're gonna you're gonna shoot me and this and that. Are, are you done? Like, I'm not gonna sit there media. I don't try not to be confrontational with them. You know, one, because there's a bunch of them. If they decide they want uh, to jump me, there's nothing I could do. That's why we don't carry guns in the jail.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. if I had a gun in there, yeah, they, they could decide we're taking the gun. I might shoot two of them. But they're gonna eventually get that gun, and then then it's over. So we don't carry, That's why we don't carry guns in there. So you just try and work it out. You ds you try and de escalate the, the the situation. And I like to talk, so I mean, I I could, I could get you know, I could I I'm pretty good at de escalating stuff. But sometimes you know, sometimes it just doesn't work.
0: Yeah, how do you um have you read ever uh Robert Green's Forty Eight Laws of Power? I think it's somewhere behind me. Have you read that? I haven't,
1: I haven't. Is it, is well, it, I heard, it, it,
0: well, yeah, I it heard it's book? like, well, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I heard it's like one of the number one recommended, like people request books in prison and jails is that book. And I, I was just going to ask you if like any of the thing. if you like, it seems like you have a really good opportunity just to watch people's kind of like a zoo. You never know what's going to happen, but also you have to be mindful of what's, what's happening at a given point. So I was just curious, like what, you know, I've been wondering about archetypes of people and like how they, how they act based on. Who they appear to be or who they claim to be, and stuff like that. Like, the difference between a person who's like mouthing off to you versus the person who's just sitting there kind of waiting. Like, it, it I agree with you. It's, it's never like the one who's mouthing off. It's like, when, especially if I don't know if you ever was, anyone's watched like a fighting, like like street fight or something online. Like, the person who's like mouthing at you is like, usually, never person hits you unless they look away, then they'll hit you because like they want you not to think they're gonna hit you. It's always yeah, the friend the who's kind of like slowly, so the, the guy's like, punch. That, that, that's not the guy you gotta worry about. The sucker punch guy is not who you have to worry about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the high, you know, the like, it's like a sociology almost thing in there. Yeah. Like I can go into a house and after like, if there's a real high ranking, let's say blood member in there, right. He will do most of the way. He will lock the house in for me. He doesn't Hmm. want to make it hot in the house. Like when they're screaming and yelling and they're refusing to lock in, we're going to I'm going to call an alarm. They're going to come down there. Now they might come and search. Screw these guys. Go go down there and search. They don't want that. And I tell them that all the time. Like, this. like you're making it. They're like, Yo, oh, you're gonna make it hot. I'm like, You're making it hot here. Yeah. So if there's a real high-ranking like gang member, he will lock the house in. Hey, listen, don't worry. He'll say to me, Don't worry, we lock in here. Cause they lock in at nine o'clock. They lock in at seven o'clock in the morning. They come out at five. They lock in at seven and three for the count, and then they lock in for the night from nine o'clock, nine p.m. until five. But he'll say to me like, When I get there, hey, listen, don't worry about it. We, this house locks in. I'll take care of it. Okay, and you see, Who you like someone will start mouthing off, and he'll come over and he'll be like, yo, "Yo, we don't do that in here. What are you doing?" And and he'll take care of it because they listen because it's a it's a power structure. Yeah, well, he's a he. There'll be um, so you do see the power structure, and you know real quick, like just spending to a couple of days, you know, I know who the drug dealer is. I know who this is, and there's certain things that you have to let go. I can't like. And they'll say to you a lot of times, you know, stop being a cop. You're not a cop in here. I mean, we are. We're the police inside the jail. But there's certain things you got to let go. Like if they're smoking, if they're smoking a joint in the corner, I'm not gonna go bust it up and try and take, you know, just not gonna do that. But do it respectful. Respect me. Like you, they'll learn real quick what I let go and what I don't let go. And each officer, it's different. Like I don't like them sitting in my chair. I'll get up to go walk down the tier. I'll come back and they're in the chair with their feet up. I'm like, what are you doing? Get out of my chair. That, I just find that so disrespectful. Get out of my chair. No, bro. No, no. All right, fine. You want to sit there? And I'll give him the pen. I'll be like, you got to do all the work. You got to do the tours. You got to write in that logbook. I'm like, no, no, forget it. Forget it. You know, like, but they learn real quick that like there's certain things that I don't that I don't let go. They they have to start fires, right? They have to start a fire to light their cigarettes or their or their drugs. So what they do to start a fire, there's no lighters. What they do is they take the um, the metal piece of the mask that you put around your nose. They'll take that out of the mask, and they they put like um, toilet paper and stuff in like like a in like a round in like a toilet paper tube, and they'll mm-hmm. jam the metal thing into the socket, the wall socket. It creates a spark, lighting this thing, that they because it's easily flammable. And they'll take a a, a mop, like a, a string mop, you know, string mops that you mop the floor mm-hmm. with, they'll take one of the strings off and they'll light that and that burns slowly. That's a wick. But what they'll do is they'll use the the outlet right in front of my face. Like I'll be sitting at my desk and it's right there. There's an outlet right there, maybe seven feet away. And they'll be like going to the gym and I'm like, what are you doing? And they're like, what? I'm like, I'm right here. Like I'm right here watching this happen. There's outlets in the, in the back and the, like you have to use the one that's right in front of me. That no matter what on this camera, I, I'm looking, I'm don't, don't look at it then. Don't look at, I can't not be looking at it. It's literally right in front of me. Even if I look over here, I see you guys doing something. Be respectful. And then they'll sometimes be like, if that's the only outlet, they'll come up to me and be like, Yo, well, they take a walk down the tier. All right, got you. You know, do the right thing. Make it, don't try, they, they, they'll look out for you a little bit. But like, don't be doing it right in front of me. And expect me not to say something. Like, I get it. You're going to smoke. I'd almost rather you smoke some weed. They don't smoke weed, though. They smoke like um, it's it's like it's not fentanyl. They say it's fentanyl. I tell them it can't be fentanyl because there'd be a lot more dead bodies in here. They, they smoke it. It comes in on like uh, the mail. They paint it on They liquefy it and paint it on paper. And like, listen, I'm not taking drugs from you. I'm not going to go in there and take drugs from you. For one reason, there's 30 of you. And you guys will just stop me. We'll come in on a search and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll shut the place down and we'll, we'll take drugs and stuff then, but just be respectful. Like show some, research, they'll come and be like, yo, effing this, you open my effing, sir. yo, how about you ask me not, how about please? But they don't know that. Be like, oh, yo, sorry, sorry. Yo, please, we go? Yeah, I think like, it's five o'clock in the morning. What are you doing? Don't be coming out of here screaming at me. I didn't do nothing to you. You shine the flashlight in my cell all night. Well, cause I got to make sure you're alive. You're my money. Remember, you live breathing bodies. I got to have you breathing because I'm in big trouble if I die. And like if you die. But you got to do your tours. I say a lot of times like the, the Epstein, when Epstein died, when he killed himself in the in, in in federal jail here. The, the officers ended up getting in trouble. Now, they, did, they fell asleep. They didn't get in trouble because they didn't go to jail because they fell asleep. Because that's re- it's reasonable. It might happen. Okay, we're working like 20-hour days, 18-hour days. It's reasonable. You might fall you might fall asleep. But what they did was they lied in the logbook, and that's the felony. So what they did is they fell asleep from, let's say, 1 o'clock until 2.30. At 2.30, they woke up, and they filled in 1.30, tour of area, nothing to report. 2 o'clock, tour of area, nothing to report. That's a felony. You're, that's a legal document right there, and you're falsifying a legal document. So I tell like the new officers, I go, listen, if you fall asleep or something, just if you don't do it, don't write it. Because if it, if it's not on paper, it never happened. Don't lie about what you did in the use of force. Like I had my partner, um, my partner got punched in the face, and the guy drops to his knees like this and he puts his hands up. Because now we can't do anything. I'm only allowed to use force against force. So he's not a threat now. He's on his knees. He's going, okay, he punched him in the face for whatever reason. Now, the way I got around that is I said, hey, put your hands behind your back. Put your hands behind your back. He didn't do that. He wasn't obeying my direct orders. I was able to spray him. Another time my partner got punched in the face, the inmate ran. My partner started chasing him around, right? So he's chasing him around. Yeah, that, right? The, the sirens. <laughs> my partner's chasing him around. The housing area stops. They square up with each other. And as they go to punch him, I just sprayed both of them and they were like, you probably saved his job. Yeah. And I'm like, what, what? Cause he was chasing him. And then my partner's writing his report. And he's like, I'm like, you're going to be in trouble. Cause why were you chasing him? Why were you fighting him? I was trying to apprehend him. And I'm like, well, where's he going? We're in jail. Where's he going? Like you were running to get him from where? No, no. But he did. I go, listen, I go, Here's the deal. You were, you were upset because he, he punched you in the face, right? Yeah. That's why you chased him. You might have to eat a couple vacation days. They're going to take a couple vacation days from you. But don't lie on that report because now you're fired and it's a felony. Just write what happened. There's cameras all over the place. Someone will understand that you were angry because you punched me. If you punched me in the face right now, I'm going to be angry. So I might go after you. Now, I can't continuously just start beating on you. I can't do that. Cause that's not right. It's not our job to punish. My, that's the court's job. The court's job is to punish. My job is not to punish you. If you punch me in the face or like if you throw urine on me, that's a big thing they do. They'll throw, they'll throw, you know, they're called splash you. Mm-hmm. Listen, if you splash me, I'm allowed to spray to, to prevent the throwing of liquid or bodily fluid. It says it right in the use of force. I can't do it as punishment. So if, you, if I'm going to do it, it better be like simultaneous. If you throw something on me, I can't pull my spray out and then spray you. Because now why am I doing it? I'm punishing you because I'm pissed. Yeah. You just threw urine on my uniform. I'm pissed off you. I'm not, then I'm punishing you. That's not my job. That's the court's job. The court's job is to punish you. My job is to is to just care, custody, and control. And sometimes you lose sense of that. Like you just threw, just threw piss on me. I'm pissed. So sometimes people will spray. I go, but just don't lie in the report. You did it. You did it. You punished them. You're gonna have to eat a couple of vacation days. You might get suspended for a week. But if you lie in that report, you—that's a felony. So don't do that.
0: Were you were you taught this, or do you, it seems like it might just be a part of your personality? But was this a part of like your training to have this mentality? Yeah, they tell you that, but a lot of people don't listen to it. I'm and I'm like, I try not to let things
1: bother me. Correction officers have a very low lifespan, one of the lowest from anybody. And like, I just try to teach. I just like, I it makes sense to me. I get it. Like, I'm a lot of people like, I hate to say it like that they're, they're Republicans. I'm a I'm a liberal. I'm a Democrat. A lot of these guys are like, oh, these guys don't stand a chance. I get it. These guys are not. These guys have not been convicted. Both of them. Yeah, they probably did it, but they get their day in court. They did. We have a whole process here. OK, so like they're detainees. They're just they're just being held for trial. And I get it. They're bad people. A lot of them, a lot of them done it. Ninety nine point nine percent of them are guilty of sin. But that's not our job to, to to judge, you know. And. For some reason, I work with a lot of people who are a lot of them are Republicans and I it doesn't make sense to me, I go, first of all, and they'll say, well, well the Democrats, they hate police, they hate police. I go, no reasonable person, Democrat, Republican, hates police. No reasonable person. Okay. You are, and I am a government union employee. That right there is the definition of a Democrat. You want to bear it down to whatever? That's the definition. Nobody hates police. Like, we just know that people have rights. Like, we can't beat these inmates up. I get it. It'd be nice to sometimes, you know, but we can't do it. You can't do it. It's on your job. So like, and they'll be like, Oh, it's not like the old days. Like they used to do it. Okay. But now there's cameras. And I, the way I say that is I go in the old days, if they threw an inmate down the stairs, did they write in their report? And then I threw said inmate down the stairs. No, they wrote that he tripped and fell down the stairs, but there's no cameras. There's cameras now. And then people are like, Oh, these cameras, cameras are just a part of life. They're everywhere. Yeah. Like the speed cameras, we have them all over the place. Okay, and there's no, there's no argument. Nobody likes the speed cameras. There's no valid argument against the speed camera, except I want to speed. Yeah, I want to break the law. That's it. That's the only argument. You can't have. Yeah, it sucks that you get why they in so many places. It doesn't matter. What if they weren't there? You want to speed through this area? So you want to break the law? It says that like it's like forty percent less the death. The death rate of getting hit with a, a vehicle is 45% less, uh, 20, 25 miles an hour than it is at 30. So That's why they're there. That's a good argument. Your argument's over. What's your argument? I want to speed. You'll never win that. You'll never win that argument. So, like, they do teach you that. They do teach you that. But people don't, you know, they're, they're in the moment. They stress things. And it's a stressful environment. I try not to let things stress me out, to be honest with you. I really Damn. don't. because Because I'm not dying early. I'm not going to work 20 years to get this pension, and die six six months later. I get it. I get why they, they are the way they are. I'd be pissed off if I was in jail every day too, you know. And I'm, we're working a lot, like. But with the Democrat Republican thing, I go. You listen. Go go to Alabama. Go go to Al- I don't know where you are, but go to Alabama and see what see what they get paid. Like thirty thousand dollars. We are the second highest paid correctional officers in the country. OK, so you don't like this. They'll be like, this job sucks. They don't care about us. I got news for you. Nobody cares. No, no job cares about you. Go work for a company somewhere. Make your 40000 50000 Get your $500 Christmas bonus. Get your week vacation. Get your weekends off. But you're not going to be able to stop working. You don't get a pension. So let's say you, 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 you want to retire at 65 and you have a million dollars you sold a house with 1.5 million. And then all of a sudden you're 88 and you run out of money. What do you do? You can't go back to work. You're 88 years old. Now you're going to live on social security, small social security, because you didn't put in a, a, a lot. Here You're going to get max social security. So I'm like, it's not a bad job. A lot of them are young. I wish I came on at 21 years old. I'd be done. I'd be sitting here talking instead of veteran correctional officer, I would say retired correction officer. <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, that's the dream. Anytime someone retires, I'm like, you know what? That's the dream right there. That's why I took this job so I could stop working. Yeah, and I love it because I get to be a little tough in there. You know, I'm not tough at all. I'm not fighting you. I'm not fighting anybody, but I get to play tough. Take it till you make it. Mm-hmm. And it's not the kind of it's the kind of job where there's a million different ways to do it. Like you walk into a like if I put you in a in a in a room, a big room. Fifty dudes, fifty adults, all criminals, all bad guys, and said, "All right, go tell, go, 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 lock them in their cells. Go tell them to lock in. How do you do it? All right, on the lock. You know, we ain't locking in today. We didn't get wrecked. We ain't locking in. What? Like, you? These are adults. Yo, I'm an adult. Don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me to lock in. Who are you? I've never seen you before. Who is this guy? I've never seen him before. I ain't locking in." But there's ways to do it, like, you you know, you you, you kind of just work with them. Like, they, they'll be, um, and I don't have to do things to like, they, you got to be smart. There's a reason why, you know, big dinosaurs and big, huge animals are not ruling the earth. We're not the biggest animal, but we got the biggest brain. We're the smartest. And if you're smarter mm-hmm. than somebody, you can, it's not about how big you are. Like, if somebody's really annoying me, well, um... He'll say, like, oh, you, uh, he thinks I did something to his food. You know, did you do something to my food? No. First of all, I would never do something to someone's food. And I'm offended that you even asked me that. But let's say, I, and I'll tell him, i go, I don't have to do anything to your food. You know I'm pissed off at you. You're pissed off at me. If I hand you the food and say, make sure you eat this one real slow. And then walk away. <laughs> you're not eating it. I didn't do anything to it. But you're not eating it because I might have done something to it. And you're not sure. Right? So... You know, you got to, you just got to, you know, if I, or, or someone, someone, will come, they'll be scared to come out, right? So they haven't come out in a couple days. So they'll, they'll call you over and they'll be like, Hey, listen, before the house locks out at 5 a.m., you think you can let me out at 4 to take a shower? Because I can't come out. I'm no good in this house for whatever, whatever the reason. Yeah, no problem. I got you. I let him out at 4, he takes a shower. 4.45, he's like, I ain't going back in. I'm going to take me to the intake, call the intake. I'm not going back in. Now, when you first start, you're like, I don't know. What am I going to do with the whole house? I got to lock them out. This guy's not supposed to be in the cell. He's not supposed to be coming out. What? So now I just go, look, well, no look, It's your right to come out at 5 o'clock. You can hang out here. I'm going to lock this house out, though, in 10 minutes. So in 10 minutes, I like, okay, I ain't going. Call the captain. Call, call the captain. 10 minutes later, I'm like, all right. All right, fellas on the lockout, and I'll be like open eight, open 16, open nine. He goes running back into his cell. Why? Because he's scared to death. Hmm. He wants to hang out. Listen, I can explain a fight that happens out in the open in the day room. This is jail. Stuff's gonna happen. People are gonna fight. There are fights. I don't want you fighting in the cell that I can't explain because that means I didn't close the cell. But he's gonna go back into his cell. Why? Because he's scared to death. Well, they'll 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 step outside the housing area, and there's like a little hallway between. Here's the housing area. There's a little hallway and then there's the corridor where it's like the main jail. They'll step out. They'll call sticking it up. now nah, I ain't going back in. It's a stick up. Alright, I fine. So Stay out there. I don't care. Where you going? You ain't going anywhere. Stay out there. And I'll go back in. I'll just go back doing my job. 20 minutes later, 10 minutes later, they're banging on the thing. You open the door. Open the door. Because they just wanted attention. Hmm. You know? Like, you're fine. You want to go out? I don't care. You're not running away, you're not gonna escape where you escaping to you won't make it halfway across this lake and the river. What would you do if I escaped? Like, you know what I mean? What am I gonna do? You ain't going anywhere. Nobody escapes here. You can't do you even know how to swim? Mm-hmm. You know, like, like come on. But they'll be like, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna when they say like I'm gonna kill your family. I'll be like, Oh yeah? You don't know where my family lives. I got your family's address right here, buddy. <laughs> Go into your mom's house tonight. <laughs> tell her to be ready i'll be there at six because i don't like when she makes me wait and they're like what what and i will walk away and i'll be like and I'll, sometimes I'll, do and I'll be like oh yeah i can't go back to that house tomorrow i'm not i'm now i'm no good in that house yeah you know but you gotta just kind of have that fun with it you know you, you don't like they'll say stuff and i'll be like that's so ridiculous what you just said and the other ones will start laughing because it is ridiculous it's not even tough like you're gonna murder this and you're gonna kill this and you stop like i had all of them one time i was talking we would we just you know BSing around and like i said they're kids so they'll start talking about their sexual conquest and this and that and i'll be like how many i was like who are you how many times what was the, how many times did you have you had to apologize after sex You're like what I'm Like well you guys are all just like your stallions here what i hear how many probably have you had to apologize what are you talking about i'm like well maybe it didn't work maybe it was over in three seconds like, no, bro, that ain't never, never happened. Never, never happened to me. I do, like, 20 girls. I'm like, you're all lying, first of all. I like, go, you're all lying. And then one dude will be like, oh yeah, I, one time this, like, say he's telling the truth. And then all of a sudden they all start being like, well, there was this one time I was drunk. I'm like, say, mm-hmm. like, well, people, it's not, you're not all perfect gangsters. We're human beings. Stop. Stop yeah. acting like that. I'm here every day with you idiots. I know. I know what you're doing. Stop. And they're kids, and like, you know, I tell them stories, and I tell them about, you know, this. And I tell them I have a podcast. You know, I, a lot of officers will be like, I'm not telling my name, my first name. I'm like, listen, you're a public employee. If they want to find, first of all, they want to find your first name out. They're gonna figure it out. You're paid by the taxpayers, you know. So, I I try and be honest with them. I, if if you lie to these guys too, they're gonna know. They know if you if you're trying to be somebody you're not, they're gonna know. They're very, hmm. they're very, con- like, uh, what's the word? They're like conniving. and They're not dumb. You know, some of the stuff they make, and I'm like, oh, what is this? Like, if you just put this this much effort into something constructive out there, you wouldn't even be here. You know, the stuff they make and the way they do so, like,
0: you
1: know, it's amazing. But, you know, it is what it is. They're there. And I explained to them, too, that there's been, like, oh, I don't know why they offered me this much, mo- this much time. They only offered me six years. They only offered me that. I was like, but there's a victim to your crime somewhere out there. There's somebody going to the DA going, don't give him less than five years. My baby was shot. My baby. He's dead. You know, so uh, you guys got to understand there's victims to your crimes. When I got assaulted, I got assaulted. I got broke my nose. Um, the DA came to me. And he said, listen, we're, we're looking at giving him seven years. <clears throat> and I said, seven years? So said, that's a long time. I mean, I get it. He's a gang. He's, a, he's been, you know, but seven years for break. Like, if you went out to the bar tonight and you broke somebody's nose, you're not getting seven years. And now I understand it's got to be a little harsher because where they so got to set example where the, the police in there. But seven years, I was like, that's a lot. That's a lot of time. And I, I remember when I came back to work, the cap, One of the captains was like, oh, you know, how's how are you doing this and that. And I said, oh, they just you know they're, they're looking to, to cut, make a deal with them, this and that. They offering him seven years. She's like, seven years, that's terrible. He should be getting way more than seven years. I'm like, really? Like, how much time do you think he should be getting? I get it. He broke my nose. It hurt. I don't, I never got punched in the face. But seven years is a long time. Like, really? Maybe four years, maybe five years. Because when you think about how long seven years is, think about seven years ago. It's forever ago. And especially when we're older, this kid's 19. So, and like, I'm just realistic with them a lot of times. They'll be like, what are you going to do if I see you in the town and I shoot you? I'm like, probably die. (laughs) Because isn't that what happens? They'll be Mm -hmm. like, what do you do if I punch you in the face right now? I was like, probably break my jaw. Go to the hospital. Like that's not what they expect me to say. They expect you to be like, wait, I'm gonna knock you out back. Not liking it. We're probably gonna I'll probably start crying or something. Punch me in the face. That shit hurts, you know? Mm-hmm. So you just got to try to be real with them. But yeah, they tried to give the guy seven years. He ended up bailing out on my case and getting into all kinds of other trouble. So he's doing like a whole bunch of time. But seven years is a long time, I thought. And that that's like the liberal yeah. in me coming out. And people always be like, oh, yeah, liberals, this and that. Liberals are ruining this city. Well, you know, This is a big city. New York is a big city. I don't understand why they can't give us more money. We make good money. We make very good money. I don't like, you know, what do you what did you think this job was going to be? They don't protect us. What did you think this job was going to be? You knew you what you were getting into. You knew that it's a dangerous job. That you might get assaulted. And then they they'll say all the time these inmates aren't getting punished at all for this. I go yeah, and I'll tell them the story I just told you. I go they offered the guy seven years for breaking my nose. You break somebody's nose, you're not getting seven years. Seven years is a long time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, and you just you just be real with them and you joke around with them. Like if someone's pissed off at me, they'll be like, oh, you know, I'm in, they're in here for attempted murder. They I'm in here for the for attempted murder, and I'll be like, oh, you couldn't even get that right, huh? You know, so like. You just try to be. I just try to, you know, make my day go by. Long days. I've been mean, there a lot. 18, mm-hmm. 20, Sometimes I spend more time with these guys than I do with my wife or my family.
0: Yeah. Uh, do you have any ambition to, like, I don't know, like, I don't know what the, the term would be. Give rank up. up, so you can be in. a Yeah, rank up. I was just thinking, like, it sounds like a video game, so it's probably not called that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that no, it's rank. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I do. It's a, it, it's a test. You know, you just take mm-hmm. a test. It's, a, it's civil service. Um, so I like to, I would absolutely, I've actually taken, I've taken the captain's test and they, right now, recently they haven't been, we, we've been low on staff. Like I've been doing a lot of times, my first two years I did, um, I doubled my salary, which people are like, Oh, great. Double your salary. But it's not blood money. You know, I'm in there. Work, you know, du- you, to double your salary, you have to work a lot of overtime. Just this last week I worked like, um, cause we do four days on two off. So it's like a six-day week. Hmm. So I did on my so it's either for us correction officer, it's either our first or second, our third or our last. That's how we we reference it. So on my first, I did 16 hours. On my second, I did like 12 hours. On my third, I did I went I no my third I, I did uh, 12 hours, then I did 16 hours on my last. So I worked a lot of overtime. They haven't now they're starting to put new classes in the academy and get them out of there so I so I'm guessing there'll be more you know exams they got to offer the exam and you just basically it's a civil service exam you take the test and the the I would like to move up though absolutely because also because it's the only way I could up my pension the yeah. way they used to do it was they take your last five years they throw out the the top the, the highest paid the the lowest paid and they average the three together so what people would do is they would just live there because the last five years, you know, you got easy, you're doing easy posts, They're not throwing you in there in the, in, the, in the garbage housing areas with the, you know, so people would just rack up like big time pensions. And now it's just our department. So people be working there, they make 200, 250, 270,000 dollars in the year. Now, you, now you start now the city's going to be on, on the hook for one hundred fifty thousand dollar pension because our pension is 50 percent of our pay. For the rest of our lives, and then if I die, my wife gets the pension. So that's just our department that was doing that. You also have the police department, the fire department, the sanitation department. The city couldn't afford it, so what they did was they said, "Only I can't work like I can't make one hundred and sixty thousand dollars this year, and then make two hundred and ten thousand dollars next year, and have all that money be pensionable. We can't afford it. So what? So what that does is it means." The way I get my pension up is I rank up. Because mm. now I make like right now, I'm at top pay. So when I hit top pay, that's my last raise. The only raises I get now are contractual. So when we get a new contract, it'll go up a little bit. But top pay, now it's it's a nice pay, but I want my I want to get I want to. So if I rank up to captain, bam, now I get now. I start over again. Five more pay scales. Yeah. And then if I rank up to assistant deputy warden. That those are the two ranks you can rank up. But after that, it's a political selection. Mm-hmm. And it gets very political. Yeah. You know, like the, uh, but the first two are just tests, just civil service tests. I absolutely would like to.
0: Um given the fact that like some of your uh colleagues are different in how they see the world, do you think that would be like a discriminating factor in terms of your getting promoted? Uh well, I'm I'm the minority in there.
1: Most yeah, of my coworkers are are you know are minorities. And wait, what
0: was the question? Do I think what? But basically, do you think the fact that you're liberal would make it difficult for you to be promoted because you don't act like, you know, like the boys club type thing? Like you're, you're not you're, you're no, generally. No, well, here's I'm going to tell okay. you why,
1: because th- that's not a factor. You don't get chosen to okay. be promoted. It's a civil service test. You take the test. Okay. It's just a number. OK, the, you score the highest on the test. You're number one. So when they go to promote anybody, you, you're promoted first. Oh, that's neat. So, if it, yeah, that's how civil service is. I'm sure. Well, I don't even know where you are, but I'm sure it's the same way. Midwest. Civil service tests are like that. It's civil service law. It's a lot because it's also like it also helps us out. Civil service is great like that, but it also breeds mm-hmm. laziness. Like. I tell me I tell them the ones that are like, yo, this job sucks. I'm like, OK, so I like if I, I come in late, I don't have a boss. I don't have a boss. The captain might be my supervisor. But she can't tell me you're fired. I have union protection. If I come in late tomorrow, she can't be like, well, there's, if you come late next week at all, you're fired. No. Here's my late slip. I'm coming in. Or I need you to do that. That's not my job. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I go, where can you say that? We, we say that all the time. That's not my job. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't have a boss, so it breeds laziness. Like, so, but yeah, the the civil service exam is just a test, and you—that's how I got the job too. Take the test, and you—you you get a number, a number ranking, and when they get to your number on the, the list, is good for everything. Seven years when they get to your number, you get the job, hmm. or you get the promotion, as long as you're not facing charges or something like that, like departmental yeah. charges, you know. But like, uh, you do do a two year probation, so when you come on the job, like we have a, we have unlimited sick. I have unlimited sick days. You know, mm. so I call the, the. If I want to call in sick. I just call in sick. I bang in sick. And like, it's paid if I get hurt on the job. Like if you, if you slip and fall at your job and you break your leg and you're out for three months, right? You go on disability. Yeah. which sucks. I get my full pay.
0: Mm.
1: No matter what, if I go out and I, like when I broke my nose, I was out for, when I broke my nose, I was out for, let's say, I think I was out for a month, Right. So I got my full pay during that month. Now when I I put in the workers' comp case, so when I get my pay for my my check from the workers' comp, it's I got to pay back the money that I paid when I was out. So if they paid me let's say ten thousand dollars while I was out just on my salary, and my comp check is eighty five thousand dollars, they take ten thousand. Yeah. But, okay. And people bitching on about that too. I'm like, wait, that's tax free money, dude. There's no tax on the comp check. Where are hmm. you getting tax? That's the only tax free money you will ever get in your life. I tell these people, well, I only got 85,000. I'm like, yeah, that- you know, 80. 80- oh, that's it. Stop. Yeah. You you know, so it's crazy, but I definitely would like to rank up. I definitely would. I I like, plus it's easier, you know, day I'm not in the, the, the when you're a captain, you just come and you tour and you, it's a lot of paperwork. It's not yeah. a lot of like, I'm in there with the inmates, you know? This is like I'm in there. I'm in the. I'm on the floor. I'm in the shit with these guys. I'm just. On, I'm there. The only difference between me and them is I got a badge. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know? Well, I think the, the mindset that you have thus far, just like how you handle situations, how you deescalate, how you how you think about it, that it it seems like something that you know should be rewarded with promotions and maybe I don't know to the extent like captains can influence and encourage the right behaviors down the line.
1: But yeah, like, you can get better posts. It actually probably deters from it because they'll be like, oh no, he's good. Put him in that shitty housing area. He's good. That mm-hmm. it, it, it kind of determines the captain. Will be like, oh, I want him in my housing area. I want like the one in the house I'm in, now, one in the, that one. I was like, why am I in this house? Like, why am I doing this? Why am I working here? I got eight years on the job. There's a lot of. And then they'll be like, oh, the depth said that if something mm-hmm. goes down, she needs good to know that you're there because you're good. You, you'll spray them. Like, come on. <laughs> so I do yeah. my job well. So I, you know, it almost rewards laziness. That's another reason why I yeah. said civil service rewards laziness. I don't have a boss. You know, my boss is the the, the mayor. Where the people of New York are really my bosses, but yeah, no, we all make the same amount of money. Yeah, like anybody at top pay. Now, when you're not at top pay, once you're at top pay, you make the same amount of money. Mm -hmm. You know, like and they'll do two years probation. Once you get off probation, it's hard to get fired. It is, Mm -hmm. but that's a good thing. You know, that's a good thing. It's because you don't want people being petty and because then people pick favorites. Like you said, it it does. But if you work at a private company, you know that. A lot of times, this lady doesn't do her job right, but she's, for some reason, an executive. This is the fair way to do it. Civil service is fair. We all took a test. You got an 86. I got a 92. I'm higher on the list than you. And some of them, some of the civil service tests are highly competitive. Some of the police ones out east, uh, out on Long Island, they make big money out there. And it's like, you got to get 106 just to get a job. And how do you get the 106? You get five points for military. You get five points for you know they give extra credit for stuff Mm. you've done, which which I'm okay with. You know, you you're gonna go fight in the war. You're better person than me. You know, I'm not fighting and dying for this country. So it's so people who are veterans and stuff like that they deserve more than than me, anyway. But I'm also atheist, so I don't believe like in an afterlife or nothing. But look, I don't want to get into that beetle. Two o'clock in the (laughs) morning.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's fair. The uh... I've been wanting to talk to people about unions on the on the show. Like I'm, I've been, I'm talking with a couple of union presidents to to come on because America, uh, like people don't really, uh, I don't know like generally like unions. But then at the same time, I think that like the, like unions, from my point of view, and I don't like so okay, I don't understand it. So like from from what I can see, like in the '70s, unions started going down, and now people are complaining for complaining because uh, their benefits, their pay, all these things sh- suck. But when the unions were rising, because the unions were doing better, just be, you don't even have to be a part of the union to benefit from the unions arguing in your place of work. Like They will make things better, and you'll, be the down, you'll have downstream effects Listen, of that. There's but a reason why companies union, don't want yeah. unions. Yes. If they want like, unions,
1: you know why they don't want unions? Because they know unions are powerful. Yeah. Now, is, there, is, there, is there corruption in unions? Absolutely. My union president, like two presidents ago, is in prison because he was stealing money. Okay? It was like the stocks, a couple of million dollars, into well, whatever it was. Unions are why we make. I tell people, I go, I go, they all, because they hate union doesn't do nothing, us. They don't do nothing. Yeah, they do. One, we're the second highest paid correction officers in the country. Okay. Two, it's hard to get fired from this job. If you're not beating up the inmates or bringing drugs in, you're not going to get fired. Okay. Three, we work. Now, let's say I go in. Let's say I go in. I go in tomorrow night, right? my first day of the week. Now for you, if I work eight hours and I get stuck for, let's say, four or five hours, right? That four or five hours is that time and a half. If you go to work in a regular without a union, you're not getting overtime pay on, on hour six through 11 of your week. You're yeah. getting overtime pay after 45 hours. Me, yeah, it's that. anything I'm not scheduled working. And everyone forgets about that one, too. I always say, it, I'm like, you're going to do overtime today, right? It's your first. It's your first one of the week. It's it's the first week of the month, first day of the month. You're going to get time and a half. When I do an eight hour, we call it a stick because we're stuck. They're like, you're stuck. So we call it stick. When I do an eight hour stick, it's like $700 on like my first hour of the the week. I don't have to wait till 45 hours. I get unlimited sick. Unlimited. Now, if you abuse it, you get one, you know, you get little things, but what they do is they, they they do punish us for like like we lose a lot of vac- I get 28 vacation days a year. Where do you get 28 vacation days a year? Germany. No, nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> in Germany, like a month. I think
0: I get yeah, I think 28 in Germany vacation
1: you days a year. I get a limited sick, I get a high salary, and I get overtime before 40 hours. So you know, ease it, ease it up when you say this job sucks. Yeah, it mm-hmm. sucks. We're we're in there with the criminals. They don't pay us for what we do, they pay us for what, what could happen. They don't pay us for what we do. They pay for they pay us for what could happen, and you know, thank God. Like they're always like, "Oh, I want to be a uh, uh, police." The police get this. The police get that. And I explain to them, I go, "You know why the police get more than us? One, that they're thirty thousand person union. You know what that is? The thirty thousand votes. Mm-hmm. So of course they're more popular than us. Two, they're not going to take the, for them to take ten million dollars." And put an extra ten million dollars into Rikers Island. Nobody sees that. Ninety-five percent of the people in New York City never see Rikers Island. Okay, so all they, all the lady knows that lives here is that my playground's not getting built. And where'd the money go? Rikers Island. She doesn't see what goes on there. That's all she knows. Is her playground didn't get built, and went to Rikers Island. I'm not voting for this guy. Because when it boils down to it, all they want to do is all politicians want is your vote. They want the next yeah. guy's vote. They're not they're not there about, you know, power. And Hillary Clinton did not go in and kill Epstein. And, you know, it's it's, it's not all the stuff like they can they want to keep their job. That's what they want to do. They're not like, oh, we want to kill everybody with the vaccine. What, the, what good does that do? Like, they, oh, they oh, they want the they want the coronavirus to to ravage everybody. Why you going to vote for that guy if he did nothing for the coronavirus? Oh, no, you know what? They, they ravaged everybody. Let's vote for him again. No, they want to fix it. Both political parties, listen, they both want to, neither one hates America. No, liberals hate America. No, they don't. Neither one. The Republicans don't hate America either. We both want to get to a single goal. We just have different ways of getting there. It's more government, less government. And the way I look at it is I've worked for big businesses. Big businesses won't do the right thing until they're forced. They won't. They won't do it. They won't do regulations. They won't fix their stuff. They won't make everything safer and t- unless you force them. It's money, 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 profit, 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 and they just won't. So you have to force them. And that's why regulations are there. That's why we need regulations, you know. And that, that like we have, the, we have a thing called the Board of Corrections, right? They're not correction officers. They're like a, it's like a board, a city city board. They are our oversight people. Are like Yo, the Board of Corrections hates us. There's no correction officers on there. They don't know the job that we do. You're right. They don't. They are, and I explain to people, I'll be like, they are our checks and balances. This is just government. This jail doesn't run right. You know what? This jail doesn't run right. This jail is government. We can't even get the Congress of the United States to run right. You think the local jail is just going to run like perfect? Of course not. It's government. It's not going to run right. Government, listen, it's not, it's not, the, not a perfect government, but it's the best one we got. Yeah. That's what I tell people. But yeah, if you you need somebody for that union show you let me know i ran for delegate i ran for delegate i actually it was only my second year Mm. and i I just narrowly lost so i would i would like to do that too because i like politics it fascinates me it's like sports to me politics is like sports it's almost like a competition people rooting for their party this people rooting for their party because it's become Mm -hmm. like that you know it's become very divided and people like oh the country's never been so divided. I was like, oh, yeah, never heard of a thing called the Civil War. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably a little more divided than it was now.
0: You, yeah. know? you, uh, you know? Are you a fan of retarded. Bill Burr? What happened? Are you a fan of Bill Burr?
1: I do like Bill Burr. I, um,
0: yeah.
1: He had a funny, bit. I was just watching Bill Burr the other day.
0: Yeah. He had a bit where, uh, where people were talking about the coronavirus and people were like, oh, they're going to, they're going to kill us off. It's like, why would they kill off the people that follow instructions? They're going to they're gonna inoculate them and then send a new plague that, that that takes everyone who didn't take it. It was really well, funny. Like yeah, he's, he's hilarious. Well, my
1: favorite is like 3,000 3, people died from the vaccine. I'm like, you know what? Maybe. You might be right. 3,000 people maybe did die from the vaccine out of 700 million administrations of the vaccine. So you'd rather take your chances with the virus? Mm-hmm. I'm not getting it. Because a lot more people died. We live, I live in the epicenter. Elmhurst hospital they were packing bodies into the into freezer trucks because they couldn't fit them in the morgue. I go the odds if you just if you're going to do the math, the simple math and I'm terrible at math. 3000 out of like 600 million administered doses is a lot better chance than whatever it was compared to the people dying of from the from the virus. It just is. That's just math. So you you that's like the argument of the speeding. Like mm-hmm. okay, I get it. No one likes the speed cameras. What's your argument? Yeah, I want to speed. Just say it. That's your argument because that's the only argument you could possibly have. Is I want to speed. I want to break the law. I don't, I don't plan on hitting anybody. Yeah, that's it. Other than that, you can't. I get it. Nobody likes it. No one likes getting a ticket in the mail for hundred fifty dollars.
0: Yeah, I know. I know we're coming to the end, and uh, so I just want to ask you a quick, uh, quick uh, uh, rapid fire questions. Um, wh- are there any books you'd recommend people check out? It could be about your work. Could not be about your work. I I, I anything you recommend, I will read. So it can be heinous. I'll spend the Saturday reading it.
1: Yeah. Uh you know what? Anything by Jeff Perlman. Yeah, it's a sports he book. He's um, you know what? Read the okay. how the good guys won.
0: Okay.
1: I had him on my okay. show. He's a sports author. But if you read how the good guys won, it's about the eighty six Mets. Um it's uh it it it's a pretty wild book. But but I he he I he's a good author. I'm not mm-hmm. a big reader. I should be, but I you know I read mo- mostly what I read is like Facebook and stuff. So mm. <laughs> I should read. I should read more. I don't read much fiction. Um I also read uh what's the name of the book? The the NYPD Red. Mm. It's another it's a uh, it's a it's a fiction book. NYPD Red is a whole series of them. It's by one of those uh form writers.
0: Yeah. Is there a, yeah, I something can tell you want to learn? Back
1: there. That you look, look look what I got I got nothing. I got my my Mets thing and my sign cuz I moved it over here instead of over there usually. That's a nice background.
0: It's, it nice, is, it's a nice it's background. But, right? Yeah, is there a topic you want to learn about? I can recommend you some books.
1: No, give me give me a good give me a good like biography.
0: Uh, or you are you, you a fiction. Uh no, this there's literally this entire shelf I think it's biographies. Um I think you like uh I think you'd like this uh series on Teddy Roosevelt. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah uh, I like, like
1: history. I'm a history guy.
0: Yeah, it's about Teddy Roosevelt. And he's like, he Union, he was the Union guy. Yeah, he was the trust oh, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roosevelt, ass. big Union. It's a, it's a three-part trilogy, and it's, a, it's, a, it's called um, The Rise of Theodore Roosevelt. It's the first one. He's such an interesting guy. When he was a kid, he had asthma, and people thought he was going to die. And he became so physical. He, like, when, he was a, when, he, when he was a president, he was uh, a, a, like a panther or something, like a mountain lion, was attacking his dog, so he yes, jumped off that. of his horse, and stab someone. He also went blind in one eye because he was boxing in the White House. But what he did um, for the parks, like he's the only reason we have parks, really. Yeah, uh, so he, he did, did, he did the big trust, deal, right? all these things. Yeah, is he big deal? Big deal. Uh, he might be. I you, I'm, I'm, I, he's the national parks. So yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, but I recommend. Uh, yeah. This, this. I love Teddy Roosevelt. This guy's fantastic. Okay. Three books. I don't. I haven't checked out the audiobooks, but Wait, so you, mean, you would you know that. I did did he do
1: the big deal or not? I don't think he did. Like we, what Louisiana purchase and.
0: No, no Louisiana, Louisiana Purchase was, um, was uh, Thomas Jefferson.
1: Thomas Jefferson. No, I'm not talking about the Louisiana Purchase. It was someone. Um, because you're right, it was Thomas Jefferson. It might be a. Uh, okay, so Teddy Roosevelt. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it.
0: Yeah. because you I, mean I'm the New Deal? A lot
1: of times on the midnights. Do you mean the New Deal? Uh,
0: the New Deal. That's that, I that's mean. FDR. That's his cousin. That's his cousin. FDR. Yeah, Ro- he's a Roosevelt too. Yeah. No, I know.
1: I know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that. Yeah. What did I, what did I say? The big deal. You, you've yeah, to, I was like, yeah. No, is that, you guys is that like me out on that? If I'm, a, don't make me. Look
0: well, like I didn't an idiot know if it was here, legislation. Right? <laughs> I didn't know if it was legislation, and you were like really citing it. And I was like, oh, did he do this one legislation? Let me and go and go I was like, I don't know like, like,
1: that that CEO that was talking about the big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a real thing. <laughs> I, was like, yeah, I was trying I, to say because I, I could convince yeah. you that it was a real thing. I could have, I could have went with it.
0: Yeah, yeah the, the New Deal. Uh,
1: okay, so that was his. Okay.
0: Yeah, but FDR is like less interesting compared to
1: The early early 20th century.
0: Right. Uh, Roosevelt is the uh, Teddy is the early nineteenth century. Ted, He's from like okay. 19, 19 19th to like century. The other
1: one, uh, FDR is early twentieth century. FDR is World War Two. Oh, okay, okay. So like more towards the middle. Okay. Yeah. Twenties,
0: thirties. Yeah. He okay. Yeah, he did some cool stuff, but yeah, like Teddy Roosevelt is, is like I, I don't know. In my opinion, he makes FDR look like a, like a punk. But but well, FDR, FDR didn't do bad. Yeah, FDR was was important too, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just when you when you read about Teddy, he is it's like, like, he started his own party. And the only reason he lost is because people literally, like they had a ballot. And hit like the person they want Taft, they wanted him to vote there or the other person. And they made it like a foot long and they put Teddy's at the bottom. And he still almost won. They did it like, like those, so many. It's like things.
1: those Dominion people, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like
1: the Dominion voting machines. No, I'm just, kidding, just I don't kidding. understand.
0: I don't understand this reference actually. Because the Dominion
1: Voting Machines is what Trump and all of them are saying switch the votes.
0: Oh, I didn't pay attention. No, you don't pay attention to new politics? I, I, I try not to pay attention to anything that's alive. I try to pay really? attention to but I like uni- like anything that deals with people. So like president, I don't know, for some reason doesn't really interest me all that much. But like okay. unions, like what affects people like day to day. Like when I go to Walmart and I see people who are like upset because they're not getting paid or whatever, I, I like looking at that type of thing. One um, like of the biggest for,
1: uh, pro- welfare collector in this country.
0: I know we subsidize them. I know. Yeah, people. I don't used, get to, work yeah. people don't I get used to work there. Yeah, people don't get yeah, there. The, it's a terrible company.
1: Yeah, right? and like, I don't like when people are like because first of all, we're all one step away from from welfare. Second of all, y'all took those checks right two years mm-hmm. ago. What do you think that was? And then they're like, and then or like if someone's like, oh yeah, this lady she paid with food stamps, but she had a phone. First of all, at this point, I I think cell phones are a utility. You can't live without a cell phone. Okay, yeah. how are you gonna get a job? How you? Nobody has phones, wall phones. So you need. That's a utility. They're you know, like, oh, the Obama phones. Well, you know what? You need a phone. You need internet these days. That's yeah. you. You gotta. You gotta have it. Well, when they're like, oh, she had a she had a a Gucci bag. How do you know she didn't get that for Christmas or her birthday? You know. Yeah. So don't be judging them.
0: Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I'd like. I, that. I, I think you'd like Teddy. I think he's he's okay. a he's a cool guy. I will um, give it a shot. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you an email with the the, the link yes. to him as well. Yeah, yeah Send me an email um, with the, the name of it. Absolutely. uh We don't have much time to talk about locked up sports, but uh if you could just like, it'll be in the show notes. um okay. I think people just listening to you for the last like hour and a half would want to check it out. Yeah, though, yeah. So yeah you right, okay. want How that. could
1: you not? How could you not? want to listen to my show after this Yeah, <laughs> no I mean i I want to see,
0: but... I want to see, I would love to see you sit down with Larry Law- Law- Lawton he's like he does he's a he's a, a jewel thief he was at Rikers Island I think and a lot uh, of
1: people a lot of famous people went to at Rikers Island.
0: <laughs> yeah and he he now I makes mean, a YouTube channel where he dialed like he he walks through his life in prison how like people used to like abuse him and like all the stuff he he saw but uh he has a very like you know, he needs to help people a lot of some of the stuff you said was very similar to what he said. I, I, okay. I think you two send down and have him like podcasts, that'd be fun. I, I,
1: I, I'm in, I'm in,
0: I'll do it. Um, locked up
1: sports. It's it's basically listen, I I'm, I'm passionate. I, I love sports. Okay, it's all sports, it's basically like a sports talk radio show. We get big guests, we get uh, pretty big names, we're funny. It's me and my buddy Brett does it. It's called Locked Up Sports because he works as a nurse in the jail. Mm. Um like I said, we got the Mets General Manager on tomorrow. We got we get, you know, all kinds of the I can't believe the names that, that could that say, yeah, no problem. I'm like, what? Um we, we it's New York focused, but like I said, I bring the same passion, even more passion that than I even bring to this my job and everything. And and I like to talk, you know, and we're sarcastic, we're two sarcastic people. The chemistry goes, works real great on the show. And just just check it out it's locked up sports it's anywhere you get your podcast it's also um we also have YouTube you could just search locked up sports mm-hmm. and our website is lockedupsports.net so check it out I promise you'll like it you know probably, yeah. it'll be funny it'll give give you a couple laughs if nothing else
0: yeah I checked out the YouTube one it's actually pretty good I started by popularity <laughs> and just like watched the, the top five yeah, yeah yeah um yeah but anyway um coming to the end so I just want to thank you for I'm doing like this new thing where i just say my my outros versus like doing any editing in post so i just want to do uh, everything we you do for, our
1: show live and we don't even really edit it we do it like a radio yeah i show. know
0: it, it saves so much time uh it saves so much time so i just, just want to thank you for coming on the show uh this was this is fascinating um i hope you get the promotion i hope that you know no one did better than you for the next time it comes around and your captain <laughs> yeah, yeah, the next the time i speak type. to you and then um yeah if you if you ever have anything going on you're welcome to come back on absolutely man appreciate it thanks for having me on